tale of a beauty and a beast. Long, long ago, a very kind little girl named Lamai and her family lived in the bustling city of Bangkok. One year, her family was invited to a wedding far in the North Country. So plans were made to travel past Doi Intinon Mountain to the royal summer palace at Doi Tung. Lamai's mother, however, was very worried. It is a very long way, and the wedding is during the rainy season. What will we do if the monsoons come while we're traveling? she asked. But Lamai's father assured her that all would be well. The rains aren't as bad in the north, or so I've been told. Not like here in Bangkok, so close to the sea, he said happily. Besides, we will have Sambu to carry our things. Sambu will make a fine tent against the weather if the rain comes. We will simply throw our cloth over her back and hide underneath her middle. Lamai and her sisters laughed at the thought of using their elephant as a shelter against the monsoons. But her father was always thinking of funny solutions to their problems. If Sambu is coming, why must we walk? One of Lamai's younger sisters whined with a frown. Why can't we ride on her back like everyone else does? I don't want to walk like an animal, her other sister agreed, crossing her arms in front of herself and scowling. This time, Lamai's father wasn't smiling. We must never ride on an elephant, he warned sternly. They are very special animals, and they are our country's symbol of good luck. Sambu is a great help to this family, carrying our fruit to market so your mother and I can sell it every week. But an elephant's back isn't made for carrying people. Besides, Sambu is practically a member of our family. Or should we ride on your backs all the way to Doi Tung? Everyone laughed at that, even the younger sisters. But Lamai knew her father was speaking the truth. They were very lucky indeed to have Sambu's help, and they treated the animal with great care. The journey to Doi Tung was very long, but even though they walked by day and slept under the stars at night, Lamai didn't mind. Her father and mother told them stories as they traveled. Stories from their people's ancient times, stories of their royal family, even stories about when they were children themselves. When they were tired of telling stories, the Mai would pull her favorite book out of her bag and read aloud as they walked, keeping everyone entertained. Along the way, Lamai and her family stopped at her grandparents' village to spend the night. Grandmother was too old to make the journey, but she had made some wonderful treats for the family to enjoy on their trip and share with the wedding feast. Tell me, how will you get to Doi Tung from here? She asked pleasantly as she wrapped some food for the journey and packed it in a small woven basket that Sambu would carry. We will go north to Doi Tanun Mountain, then turn east, her father answered. Grandmother dropped the entire basket of food, her eyes wide, her mouth falling open. Lamai rushed to help her pick it up, glad to see that none of them had come unwrapped when they fell. My son, you cannot go that way. There is a terrible curse on that mountain. Grandmother cried. There is a house there, and the owner of the house will steal you away and never let you go. That is just an old story that people tell each other, Lamai's father said with a smile. 
Besides, we are traveling with an elephant. No one would ever think to hurt us with Sambu around. Grandmother looked very worried, but as always, father wasn't concerned. As they reached the mountains, Lamai marveled at how beautiful everything was. The hilltops rose out of the low-hanging mist like a princess wearing a beautiful cape. The fog made everything around them glow like green emeralds, and the sound of rushing waterfalls gave them a sense of peaceful calm. It was truly like a magical land from a dream, except she couldn't help but think someone was watching them. Suddenly, the mist and the air grew thicker until the water was all around them. Their hair stuck to their faces and their clothes clung to them. The first raindrops started to fall, followed by a roar of rushing water as the skies opened up and a storm appeared. It's the monsoon, Mother cried. Everyone, quick, take cover. The whole family scrambled underneath Sambu, crouching close together to avoid the heavy rains. The water dripped off the great beast's tusks and trunk, and she lifted her head to take a delightful drink. I see a house up there. Do you think Sambu can walk and we can try to stay underneath her? Lamai suggested. That's a wonderfully funny idea. Let's go, her father said cheerfully, though she could tell he was a little frightened. As they crouched and walked along, Sambu led them straight up to the gate of a rather scary-looking house. It seemed like no one had been there in years, but that didn't stop Father from knocking and calling out. Hello? Is anyone at home? The gate swung open all by itself. Everyone peered inside. Father, mother, and the children. Together, they walked through the gate and up to the house where Sambu knocked on the heavy wooden door with her trunk. Thank you, Sambu, Father whispered. Once again, no one appeared, even though the door swung open. Father looked at Mother and shrugged. I know it's not nice to just walk in someone's house, but the rain is going to wash us all away, he said. This time, Mother agreed with his idea. Yes, we have to get the children out of the rain. Mother ushered the three children inside, while Father made sure Sambu could fit under the overhang of the roof. He patted the elephant's trunk sweetly, then went inside the house. Is anyone here? He asked. I don't think so, Mother answered. It looks like no one has lived here in a long time. I'm going exploring, the sisters shouted as they took off running up the wide staircase. Lamai looked at her parents and shrugged. I'll go see if I can find anyone, Father said at the same time that Mother said, I'll see if I can find the kitchen to cook our food and warm up by the fire. Soon, Lamai was standing all by herself. She turned in a slow circle, looking at the strange paintings on the walls and the beautiful high-arched ceiling above. As she glanced around, she spied the most wonderful sight, a library, and it was filled to overflowing with books. She hurried down the hallway to the door and looked inside, her eyes wide. There were books everywhere, 
They filled the shelves that reached all the way to the ceiling high overhead, and they filled all the tables and desks in the room. There were even books scattered on the sofas and some standing in neat piles on the floor. Lamai picked up the first book nearby and read the title, her face lighting up with joy. These are wonderful, Lamai said out loud. But who would ever abandon a house like this and leave all their books behind? I didn't leave, someone said, and Lamai was so frightened that she dropped the book she was holding. She bent down to pick it up at once, looking it over to make sure she hadn't damaged it. Who's there? What are you doing in my house? The voice said from somewhere in the room, though he didn't sound angry. I'm very sorry. We were caught out in the storm and knocked at the door. The door opened on its own, so we came in, Lamai explained. Yes, my parents keep meaning to get that fixed, the boy said. He stepped out from behind an enormous pile of books and smiled shyly. Lamai was very surprised, but she still managed to smile in return. My name is Lamai, she said. My name is Minoy. He answered, still sounding shy. Your parents named you Little Bear? She asked, leaning her head to the side and looking at him. Now that she really saw him, he did have cute little ears and shiny black eyes and a lot of hair. Yes, I think it's because of all my hair, but they said it's because I will grow up to be big and strong. I don't know if that's true, though. Why not? She asked. I don't like to do the things the other boys do. Sometimes people stare at me because of my hairs and my ears that stick out. I don't like it. Maybe they're staring because you look very handsome, Lamai said warmly. I don't think so. That's why I'm here right now. My parents and brothers left for the day to go to a sporting competition, but I asked if I could stay home and read. That's my favorite thing to do, too, Lamai said. Really? Minoy asked, a happy smile spreading across his face. What sort of books do you like? Lamai sat down on the beautiful, colorful carpet, and Minoy did the same. They talked for nearly an hour about the stories they'd read. In that time, Minoy's family returned to find strangers in their house. They were not pleased, of course. Mother, father, it's all right, Minoy said. A terrible monsoon came up while you were gone, and Lamai and her family came inside to get out of the rain. Of course they are welcome, and I hope they will stay with us until the storm passes, his mother cried. But why is there an elephant on the terrace? The End Thank you for listening to a Barely Bear production. <laughs>